Read and hear more about important news and policy issues at ncpolicywatch.com. This is News and Views. Welcome back to News and Views. I'm Rob Schofield. Despite the maddening and deadly persistence of the COVID-19 pandemic, the American and North Carolina economies are in vastly better shape than they were this time last year. Unfortunately, one facet of modern life that has not enjoyed such an encouraging turnaround is the problem of hunger. According to the latest statistics for a huge share of North Carolinians, even here in the mostly prosperous Triangle region, food insecurity and hunger remain constant companions. Recently, in an effort to get a better handle on the scope of the problem and how all of us can help, I sat down with a pair of service providers and advocates from the front lines in the fight against hunger, Ron Pringle of the Interfaith Food Shuttle and Peter Werbicki of the Food Bank of Central and Eastern North Carolina. Welcome to News and Views. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for being It's an extraordinary time in our country right now. We continue to uh, see the impacts of the pandemic continuing to harm folks across the board. uh, And obviously that has an impact on people's access to adequate nutrition. And you both are in the business of trying to address that problem. Ron, perhaps you can start us off and talk to us about where do things stand right now in the fight against hunger? Today, I would say it's it's a very tough position right now for so many families. We've all seen the impacts initially with COVID and how it really set a lot of the work that we've been doing over the years. It kind of set us back with that, adding so many more people and so many more families to that group of folks that are really are suffering and really needing us to be in position. And while things may seem to be opening back up and things seem to be moving, uh, Many families are still struggling and are in that position, unfortunately. Peter, I take it you've seen a similar experience in your world. We have, you know, in the last 18 months, sort of unprecedented numbers of folks who have um, been seeking our services and sort of fallen, if you like, below the line into food insecurity. I think that we kind of did peak probably some time back in May and things have improved from where they were. But as Ron said, it's still a very volatile, dynamic situation for many families and individuals in our sort of local communities and, and throughout the state. Is there even a typical person who comes to the to the food bank or the food shuttle seeking assistance? Is it families? Is it older folks? Is it young people? Or is it just across the board? Ron, what's your experience? Well, well, I'll tell you, it's it's really across the board. It's just impacting everyone differently. The most surprising, I think, are the first timers, people who've never found themselves in a situation like this, may have been past volunteers or past Hmm. donors of our program that are coming through asking how can they benefit from these services. The face of hunger has changed over the years. The person coming through the outdoors look just like me. They look just like you, you know, so no one walks around with a sign on their forehead saying, (laughs) I need. It's just a dynamic of diverse group of people that are coming through. So right now we're in the midst of Hunger Action Month, which I guess is something is really a national initiative that y'all are participating in. Peter, can you tell us sort of what is it about? Yeah. So, uh, you know, Ron and our organizations, we're part of an umbrella organization, Feeding America, where there are, you know, close to 200 Feeding America members. And um, they've been um, running Hunger Action Month now for, for a few years. September has been a typical month. So they're, you know, keeping up with, um, you know, historically um, Hunger Action Month. And uh, as you said, it's kind of a, 
a nationwide initiative to design to inspire people to take action to you know for the Latin American members to raise awareness and help people experiencing the impossible choices that they have to make. Food insecurity, um, many folks who, you know, um, have food insecurity uh, are sort of low-income families having to make these impossible choices between rent, daycare. Keeping the lights you know, on. Yeah, keeping the lights on. You know, what COVID did was it sort of exacerbate that and really highlighted people who are already in that situation, but how many others are so close to that situation that, you know, again, that kind of event um, that will change their lives. And again, they have these impossible choices between that and determining and deciding food for, for themselves and their family not just food, but, you know, real access to nutritional food as well. That's something key in our messaging, I think, is that, you know, it's it's not sort of just the sporadic breakup that people might have in, in accessing food, but also accessing nutritional food. We're talking to Ron Pringle and Peter Werbicki, who are both part of the National Feeding America effort. They were talking to them about Hunger Action Month, which is what September is. I want to talk about how people can specifically help your organizations, how they can contribute and volunteer. But I wonder if either one of you has a take on, it seems that there's been some modest little work around the edges to improve public responses to hunger. We've had some loosening in some circumstances of rules for access to SNAP benefits, what we used to call food stamps. But that program remains a pretty stingy program. It's not something that anybody's going to really be living high on the hog off of, I I gather. But perhaps maybe we've made some small bents on that. Ron, have you been following that at all? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it was an exciting announcement, you know, to see that this coming fall that there will be a boost or an increase in the SNAP benefits. You know, first time that we've, we've seen that in many, many years. And much of it is with the work of a network and a nation that has gotten behind this calls and people getting involved. Moments like this during Hunger Action Month when we're encouraging people to learn more about some of the solutions and things that would help to move the needle. Talking to your elected officials, writing letters, expressing your concerns. Much of that over the years is what helped us to be able to push that needle so that we are able to see that percentage increase that's going to help so many families. So it's another step in the right direction. That was a very good announcement when I um, saw that. I gather the reality still, maybe Peter, you could address this. The numbers remain large. There are stunning numbers of North Carolinians who remain, the term is food insecure, right? People who really aren't sure where the meals are coming from this week. You know, we saw a huge increase in our service area in our 34 counties, uh, about a 38% increase we saw during COVID. And, you know, just again, sort of to give a better number on that, you know, we, we're looking then about between 700 to 750,000 individuals in, in our 34 county service area. And, and Ron and I, our organisation, share seven of those counties um, you know, here in, here in the triangle particularly. We sort of have seen some improvements, but uh, we have not anywhere near yet gone back to pre-pandemic numbers. And, um, you know, there's, there's also looking forward, looking ahead, you know, we, we're aware of increase, I think, we're going to see in seniors 
you know, the baby boomers, which I am part of, you know, sort mm-hmm. of getting to uh, retirement age and such and not having perhaps um, having to work longer, you know, again, not maybe having the financial resources that are going to help supplement them. So that's a concern, you know, I think that we have looking forward in terms of our senior population and their needs and um, access to, to healthy food. As we come to the end of our time with Ron Pringle and Peter Rubicki, I guess the, the final question to you both is, what should people be doing? How, how can people help? How can they help your organizations and spread the word? One of the first things I would say is, you know, visit either of our websites and learn more on, on both of our sites. You know, our teams have been working together and there's a calendar, 30 days and 30 ways for individuals to look at taking an action each day during the month of September. So whether that's sending a letter you know, to your elected official or sharing a blog post or sharing a Twitter message. You know, we really want to get the word out and educate people on what hunger is and also what are the solutions to it. You know, much of our work is surrounding not just feeding people, but addressing the root causes as to why they're in line in the first place. I would absolutely encourage everyone to visit uh, Central and Eastern's website, visit the Food Shuttle's website as a place to start to learn how you can uh, get involved. Peter, I take it you might echo those comments? You know, as Ron said, I mean, I think our organizations are looking beyond just providing food to people, but, you know, getting people, moving the needle from food insecurity to food security and, you know, educating themselves, advocating um, you know, for, for, for these families, for these individuals. Of course, we both have opportunities for people to volunteer, you know, and whether that's at our own organisations or, you know, uh, again, collectively, we've probably got over 800 partner agencies that we network here and um, they're seeking volunteers. And, there's, you know, these are the grassroots partner agencies. There's lots of opportunities for people to come alongside them and and learn and educate themselves about, you know, the issue of food insecurity. Peter Warbicki is the president and CEO of the Food Bank of Central and Eastern North Carolina. Ron Pringle is the president and CEO of the Interfaith Food Shuttle. You can check out both their websites. They're easy to find online. You can always go to feedingamerica.org and find information there. It's an incredibly important cause. We thank both of you gentlemen for your work for our community and, uh, We'll talk to you again in the, in the future and hope that the news continues to trend in the right direction. Thanks for the opportunity. So well, that's it for this week's edition of News and Views. Remember, you can check us out online and subscribe for free to some of our state's best news coverage and political commentary at ncpolicywatch.com. For producer Clayton Henkel, it's Rob Schofield. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to News and Views. A weekly look at state and policy issues is a production of North Carolina Policy Watch. Visit them online at ncpolicywatch.com.